John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, thank you, Trevor. Uh, welcome to Hell of a Week. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. We're fast approaching Halloween, so please sit back. Make sure your Jeffrey Dahmer wig is on tight. Hopefully the edible is kicked in and you can relax as I lead you on a guided tour through This Week in Hell. Hey, man. First up, Kanye West. Oh, he's lost his billionaire status after being dropped by Adidas, Balenciaga, CAA, The Gap, Kim, Vogue, and more <laughs> due to his anti-black, anti-Semitic outburst. CEOs are balling up Kanye contracts and shooting them into the trash like Kobe, all right? <laughs> but some of y'all fronting. Okay, Foot Locker announced that they'll be removing Yeezys from their shelves, but let's keep it 100. Foot Locker ain't never have no Yeezys on the damn shelves. <laughs> And TJ Maxx says uh, Ye's brand will not be sold at their store. I would think now is the time that Yeezys end up in TJ Maxx because <laughs> TJ Maxx is where clothes go to die. All right? Sorry, TJ Maxx. And I can't believe some of y'all think this is all some strategic, evil genius plan from Kanye. Yesterday, he showed up unannounced and uninvited to sketches. I'm assuming he's looking for a new deal. But guess what, genius? The company is owned by Jewish people, yeah. <laughs> That's a real great strategy, all right? If this is the plan, what's the plan B? Because plan A ain't hitting on shit, all right? Tucker Carlson is rip-roaring mad that people think his son Buckley got a job just because he's Tucker Carlson's son. Hmm. My question, who the hell named their son Buckley Carlson, all right? That sounds like a clinic that treats chronic yeast infections. The, the Buckley Carlson Chronic Yeast Infection Center, right? And last but not least, Meghan Markle revealed on her podcast that she is 43% Nigerian. Salute all the Nigerians out there, all right? 43% Nigerian, okay? Now, now she's almost as black as Khloe Kardashian, okay? You can check her out in the new movie, Beige Panther, Wakanda Forever, all right? But you know it's for real because Meghan's newfound cousins have been WhatsApping her for money ever since. So now if you get an email from a Nigerian princess, it really might be legit, all right? We've got a lot more things to talk about, like gun laws and loyal friends. Queen Nyla, let's start the show. That's right. Uh, he's a legendary comedian from the iconic shows in Living Color and The Proud Family. You can catch him at MSG's Hulu Theater alongside Cat Williams tomorrow night. Make some noise, y'all, for the legend. Tommy Davidson is here. That's right. <laughs> She's a CNN contributor, and she hosts the trend line with Kristen Soltis Anderson on SiriusXM. Kristen Soltis Anderson is here. <laughs> and he's an entrepreneur, philanthropist, rapper, activist, and walking thesaurus. T.I. is here! That's the show. And later in the show, the one and only Stephen Colbert will be joining us. But here's what I want to talk about. Topic one, Dave Reviews. Over the weekend, Dave Chappelle showed up at a screening of Will Smith's new movie, Emancipation. Even though Dave has been performing 
with Chris Rock, a man who once had Jada's name in his fucking mouth. All right? <laughs> we all know this guiding quote from the great philosopher C. Murder. Fuck them other N-words, I ride for my N-words. But what does one do when the other N-words is your N-words too? How do you pick sides in this one? Two legendary talents, it's easy to pick between two bum-ass friends. Ain't much to lose if one gets salty, but man, Tommy, if you're Chris Rock, are you upset by this? Can you just go out and kick it with your man's ops like that? Oh, I get this one, huh? All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, well, they both my friend, but but Chris is a comedian. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, Dave, you're working with him, you know, guess what? Last night I was hanging with the person that smacked the shit out of you. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's different, but... I wish somebody would have smacked me because Chris's money went out. <laughs> Way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I, I couldn't take that smack from Will. Will came at me, you know? Uh, oh, he, Will tried to smack he, you before? Yeah, he, well, I don't know what he was going to do. But he oh, made, Will, Will but, tried to fight you before? Hey, listen, he made that walk, you know? When was yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. When so, was this? So when, uh, this is when I was doing Woo, the movie Woo. Okay. You know, and um, he was walking at me, you know, the walk. So I started walking too, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's, let's do this. And, and Jada was like, no, no, no. I said, well, you tell him, him. Oh, Jada broke y'all up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let me move on. Kristen, what do you think, Kristen? Can you kick it with your, your, your people's ops? I, look, I don't think you're a bad friend necessarily for going and hanging out with mm -mm. Will Smith if you're Dave Chappelle mm -hmm. in that situation. Okay. Uh, as long as Chris Rock has said, it's okay. I think I, it's fair game. I feel the same way that I did about the slap. I feel like, you know, we can only be as upset as Chris Rocky is about it. You mm. know what I'm saying? So if Chris Rocky ain't jumping up and down and saying nothing about it, then right. what the hell is it for us to say? Well, he's, he's had a lot of material about it. If you've seen his latest stand-up, he actually does discuss it. He don't sound happy about it. Right, right. You know? And right. Dave knows that firsthand because they're on the road together. Mm -hmm. Well, know? if he invited me to a premiere, if Will did, I would go. I want to call somebody and say, hey, man. <laughs> Who's going to uh, say? Uh, you know, who smacked you lately? <laughs> like, I'm, uh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Who yeah. Go, hey, who going to tell Will, nah, man, I ain't coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I ain't going to be there. And how long are we supposed to hold a grudge? And why are we holding a grudge? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, right. you know? Chris Rock is a distant cousin of mine, but I'm not, like, my last name's not Rock for me to be still <laughs> right, upset right. with Will after that. Right. Um, do you, so you don't have to pick a side in this situation, basically. No, nah, I mean, yeah. I think I can remain neutral. I'm cool with both of them. I respect both of them as legends, mm -hmm. as um, phenomenal talents, mm -hmm. as, gift, as gifted black men. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I would go and see Chris Rock and celebrate yeah. him, just like I'd go see Will Smith and celebrate yeah. him. And I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually happy for both of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chris, Chris gets to do what he does, and Will gets to see what he needs to fix. That, that, that's, that's an opportunity. Explain that. Expound on that. Hmm. Well, you know, um, I don't know if that was the best judgment, on his part, he'll tell you that. With slapping you know, Chris? But, 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 yeah, at the, at yeah. the Oscars? Yeah. On live yeah, television? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the yeah, biggest night of your life? You know what, man? You know what, man? No, but, you know, we, we, everybody has that one thing yeah. that you need to get, get, get through, you know? And if you're given that opportunity to do that, that's two lives in one, man. Now, Tip, that only works in the industry, though, right? Because if you're in the street and you see your... Your, your op with somebody that's supposed to be your man. Man, I mean, you'd be surprised nowadays. Ain't no the rules is out the window. Yeah. You'd be surprised, <laughs> you'd be surprised what you see right here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Uh. But I think, man, I think that, you know, there can be no good without bad, no bad without good. I think what mm -hmm. Will went through, uh, it, it, it gave him a certain freedom. Because everybody was expecting Will Smith to be this Perfect. image of mm -hmm. perfection. Yeah, that's what I mean. And now exactly he has about. the freedom of knowing even if he fucks up again some kind of way, he'll yeah. never fuck up that bad. 
Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. So he'll get a little more grace now. Yeah. It, do, it does make you think, though, because Will had this stellar record right. all these years. He makes one mistake, and now all of a sudden, oh, yeah. You, yeah. We, we, you're discarding yeah. Will Smith? And he's, hey, so, he's so iconic. I mean, yeah. I, it, I can't find my keys in the morning, but I can remember every word to, like, the Men in Black theme song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has produced oh, so much stuff. <laughs> Christian, I didn't even realize you was white till just now. Yeah, yeah. Not summertime. No, just hit me. No, not, not parents just don't understand the men in blacks. What's next? Wild Wild West? No, no, no. Hey, this is why Will will never fall off, though. His fan base is too big. Right, right. This is true. Look, ain't nobody passing up Thanksgiving with the Smiths or New Year's with the Rocks. All right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, people can judge Dave all they want for still hanging out with Will, but y'all know y'all would do the same thing for an Instagram picture, okay? Uh, my panel's still hanging out, plus Stephen Colbert is coming through. More Hell of a Week in just a minute. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from Jon and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Hell of a Week. We got Tommy Davidson, Kristen Soltis, Anderson, T.I., and Stephen Colbert is coming up, but now it's time for topic two. Gun of a son. Following last year's shooting at a Michigan high school, the school district has been hit with multiple civil suits, and now the shooter's parents are getting charged, too. Apparently, the killer's caretakers ignored subtle warning signs like him bringing live ammunition and the severed head of a bird to school. Boy, show and tell got wit. Uh, Kristen, I know some folks don't like the idea that folks can get charged for another person's crimes, but if I can sue because I slipped and fell in the 7-Eleven, shouldn't I also be able to sue when negligence results in a school shooting? Well, another good way to think about this would be if someone comes up to you and they're obviously really drunk and they say, I want the keys to your car, and you give them those keys and then they go and they kill someone, yeah, you should be responsible for that. You could have stopped something mm -hmm. terrible from happening. What worries me about this case is, like, this is clear-cut, right? These parents knew that something was wrong with their son, mm -hmm. and they were not just allowing but encouraging him to have access to firearms, so it seems obviously irresponsible. But you've also got a lot of troubled young people out there whose parents may not be able to get mm -hmm. them help. They're not taking them to gun ranges and things, but if yeah. their kid, you know, does something terrible, where do you draw the line at where a parent is or is not responsible for their kid's actions? That's what I worry about a little bit. This yeah. is a clear-cut case, but not everyone's going to be. T.I., you know a thing or two about children. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. responsible for our children, but at what point do the sins of the child not become the parent's responsibility? Um, I think, man, for life, we will always bear some level of responsibility for mm -hmm. our children and their actions. Will it, should it yield jail time? I feel like exceptions are made for exceptional circumstances. Mm -hmm. This seems to be an exceptional set of circumstances. Uh, they started buying this young man guns and, and, and taking them shooting at a very young age. So I don't know if they should be arrested for the murders that were committed, but they should definitely be arrested for negligence in offering a child this yeah, kind yeah, right, of... Right. This kind of... Uh, um, 
weaponry without the proper uh, guidance and, and without everything else that should come along with it. I think. Never, just never give a little white boy a gun. He's dangerous, you know? <laughs> you know? I, I'm, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid of a blood and a crip. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't afraid of black people with a gun because we don't practice, first of all. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. a little white boy show up the first day of school. Is this the cafeteria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're bringing up a good point because, like, if the school administrators and parents are on the table mm -hmm. to be charged, shouldn't we be able to hold gun manufacturers accountable as well? I think the gun manufacturers is a step too far because, again, mm -hmm. there are there are guns that are purchased legally that are mm -hmm. made for good mm -hmm. reasons. And so in the same way that, you know, the analogy people always use is the car, right? Can you hold Ford responsible if somebody takes right. a car and mm -hmm. hurts people? Mm -hmm. Can you hold... Uh, a liquor company responsible if someone drinks themselves to death. I mean, there are there is a limit to where I think responsibility needs to end. I think the manufacturers is too far. So what about the stores then? Because if I like to your point about the keys, right? If I'm a kid and I go in there to buy an AK-47, shouldn't somebody behind the counter ask some questions? Well, and especially if you as a store have not followed the rules that are in place, then I think there needs to be a big crackdown on that. But and to the extent that there aren't rules in place that say you need to be doing good vetting of people. Make sure there are good rules that say you need to do good vetting of people. I would love to experience this level of freedom because I knew <laughs> if I were to go into a gun store and ask for any type of firearm right, or ammunition, right, right. people would be notified immediately. Well, that's you because of your saying? record, though. Is it? Yeah. If you had a you clean think? record, I think they wouldn't bother you. Maybe. You think? <laughs> Personally... Uh, I say, yeah, you should put some blame on the parents. Like, if your kid tells you he's hallucinating mm. and draws pictures of folks getting shot, mm. maybe cross that Red Rider AK-47 off his Christmas list, all right? Mm. Yeah. Hell, even right. without the warning signs, the number one thing that should disqualify a kid from owning a gun is a kid really wanting a gun. What do you need a gun for? I'd like to thank my panel, T.I., Kristen Stoltz Anderson, and Tommy Davidson for their wisdom. When we come back, Stephen Colbert will be joining us. More hell of a week in just a minute. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Hell of a Week. Uh, my next guest is a multiple Emmy, Grammy, and Peabody Award winner. His work on The Daily Show and Colbert Report set new standards for American satire. These days, you can find him hosting TV's number one late night program, The Late Show. And on top of all that, he's the executive producer of this show, Hell of a Week. Give it up for my guy, Stephen Colbert. What's up, my brother? Good to see ya. South Carolina all day. That's right. You know, I used to work in this building. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I was in this building, TRL was still on, yes. and they were very excited because Hanson was stopping by. Oh, damn. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you are the king of late night. Uh, uh, prime minister. Prime minister. Because <laughs> they could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> but there's a lot. That's, that's, it's funny you say that because there's so many questions about late night nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I want to start with the topic of diversity. Because folks always say that late night is too white and too male. Yes. And how do you, as a white male, feel about that critique? Um, I take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, sure, 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm excited about this. Hey. So, so the last. I tell you what, the, the, one of the one of the things that I thought was missing in late night was not enough people from South Carolina too. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. That's right. So, so the lack of diversity is one of the reasons you wanted to EP this show. Well, what I wanted to EP the show is because you used to come on my show. I mean, you still sometimes do, but you come on the, my show, and you were a great guest. Mm-hmm. The audience loved you. You had a different perspective. You're honest. You're shocking. You don't mind upsetting people. You're funny. And then, and if I'm not mistaken, you came to me that and said, would you be interested in working together? And I did. And how many, it was like three years. I think longer than that. Three years ago, we yeah. first started talking about this. So, I don't know, I was just excited to produce something and what better person to do it with than somebody that I already knew and respected. Hey, we're here now. You know, um, Colbert Report, uh, yep. I think some of y'all might have heard of it, right? <laughs> would it be possible? That's about the size of the audience. That was about... <laughs> Would it be possible to do that type of show today? Because there's still, you know, so much funny with Fox hosts now, but are the stakes too high to even satire that? Well, here's the thing is that you have to, that I was a shadow. Like, you know, like that that show was satire in that it was, it was, it was my name, but it wasn't me. Okay. It was me modeling my behavior on other people I saw in the media. And the people I see in the media now, I, I wouldn't want to model that. Like even then, even back then, which gosh, it was eight years since I did that show. You had to like watch it every day, or you had to watch it every so often, so you had to sip a little bit of that poison to have it in your system, you know, to titrate it a little bit so you kind of spit it back at the audience. And I, I can't watch it. So I don't think I could do it because I don't have the source. I can't watch, mm. you know, the folks on Fox News anymore. It's, it ain't funny to me anymore. You don't find Tucker Carlson hilarious? I'm not sure who you're talking about. <laughs> What I love this, I love this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how filled have you gotten this so far? Because this is That's a party couch. I feel like we should have bottle service here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you acting like we don't talk about this stuff? No, but like, I've never like, sat on it. Like, you love this banquet. This was saw, your idea. I saw all, I saw, <laughs> it was your idea. I thought it was a good one. I saw all the plays and everything, but I've never actually sat here. I like it. I'm, I'm on the crack. I'm riding the crack. <laughs> Pause, SC. Yeah. What's, what is the Colbert Report of the day? Is there something out there? Maybe tuning out the news, maybe? I think it's tuning out the news. Okay. And again, I produced that too, yes. so I don't, I don't have too much objectivity here because it, it makes fun of the style of news. People, the, people used to say, oh, I like the Colbert Report. Uh, I don't watch the news, but I watch you. And I would say, well, then you're only getting half the joke because we're mm. doing jokes about the story, but we're also doing jokes about the way the story was told to you today, the particular way in which you were emotionally manipulated or sometimes outright lied to. And that's what, what, you know, it's not my show. I'm not writing it, but that's what that looks like to me. James Smartwood, the host of Big News, he's a lot like the old character in that he's he's a well-intentioned, poorly informed, high-status idiot who is embodying the worst of the news while he tells you what happened today. Wow, way to talk about one of your hosts, Steve. Yeah, wow. A lot of questions about this network. Come and get me, Smartwood. You're you're animated. I'll fuck you up. (laughs) Can you say fuck you up? What can you say? What can you say? I'm sorry, I know it's your show, but what can you say here? Can I say shit? You're asking the wrong person. Can I say you know, shit? Is there a producer here? I fail standards and practices yes. all the time. Yes. Josh says I can say shit. Can I say okay. fuck you up? No, I cannot. No, you got to bleep that. Sorry, I apologize. You know, a lot of questions about this network uh, that you helped put on the map, Comedy Central. Yeah. There's been articles that say Comedy Central is unfunny. You EP a couple shows here, but for the most part, the network is full of South Park and Office reruns. What do you think Comedy Central is doing right? What do you think they're doing wrong? I hear good things about uh, 11.30, two nights a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, 
I don't. I respect Trevor enormously, and as long as he's as he's in that chair, they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, well... They got nothing to worry about as long as Trevor is hosting The Daily Show. Okay, okay. That's what I'm well, saying. That's what I hope you take away from this. Well, I've, I, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard... Yep. I've heard that he won't be doing that much longer. What? Yes. That's what I've heard. He only started in 2015. That's when I started. He just got there. December 8th, I'm hearing is his last day. I don't believe it. If you had to predict who's the next host of The Daily Show, who would it be? Or do you care? What? Do I care? <laughs> Uh, John Stewart's available. Um, he only does like 10 shows a year over at Apple. He could do The Daily Show at the same time. I don't know. Who do you think? I, I don't know. I like Roy Wood Jr. a okay. lot. That's a He's big cosign. Really You're a big cosign. several people enjoy him as well in this room. What? A black woman. A black woman? Well, I don't know if she wants it, but Jessica Williams, I thought she'd be great. I've heard, I've heard Amber Ruffin's She's now name. all Harry Potter. She's got all that cash. I'm not sure if Comedy Central can afford her. What about Amber Ruffin? I've heard Amber Ruffin's name thrown around. But she's got a gig already. She's got a good gig over at Peacock. Yeah. I mean, she'd, she'd be great. Don't get me wrong. But she's already... I'm thinking of somebody who's really good who doesn't presently have a nightly show or, like, a, a regular gig. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you and Jon Stewart, y'all known to have a legendary friendship. Yeah. Do y'all ever have real disagreements, like, real arguments? What's the last thing y'all argued over? I, I, I suppose... Um, sometimes... I'll, t I'll tell you, when he would come on uh, my show, he's, he's coming on fairly soon to talk about his show over on Apple, but he used to come on more often, be under the desk and come out and everything. And one night, you know, I'd help him, I'd work on the scripts that he was going to do along with some of my writers. And one night he goes, this is so good, this is such a good monologue for you from the desk, why don't you want to do it? And I'm like, well, because you get all this fun, you get to like Halo jump in from low orbit and pull out your shoe at the last minute and tell these jokes yeah. and go pow, 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 pow. Yeah, and then yeah. you you jet pack out, you know, and then you're gone. I, you know, you're, you're special forces. I'm the first army. Mm. I'm here tomorrow night. I got to grind it out day by day. And so I'm building, I'm building the thing I want to say about any subject on a daily basis. So I don't actually want to take out the guns and shoot up the, the I don't want to shoot up the room every night. Got you. And so that. that's not a disagreement, but, but I've, I've discovered I have a different role than I used to have at the old show. This is much more about hanging out with the audience and telling them how I feel about what happened tonight. And it's a little less, it's a little less, I don't know, comedy ninja chopping up the place. Mmm. Okay. I get what you're saying. Do you? Because yeah. I'm not sure if I, I understand I, I, what I exactly just what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to yeah. nuke the place every night. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I mostly am throwing a party. This is an after party. Yeah, you want people, people have been out all night and they're coming by, uh, they're coming by for a last drink. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Now, you made a joke uh, earlier this year about uh, your old showrunner, Chris Lick, who's now running CNN. He used to also I be a EP I cannot believe here. it. You know, you know Chris. Because yeah, he, he helped develop the, the, the works we, we did together. And, yeah, I can't believe he went back to news. He had a really <laughs> good job. I happen That's to know it said. paid really well, and he got 12 weeks off a year. And now... He's over there at CNN, and, you know, everybody's got all these suspicions about what he's doing. Yeah. I happen to know that he is doing everything with the best of intentions, and he's got just a really long plan, and nobody believes him. Did he really, like, call you looking for help in reshaping CNN? Was that true? No, no, he didn't. He just okay. calls me and says, can I come back? <laughs> How many times? Because people aren't nice over at news. <laughs> We're really nice. Aren't we nice people over at the How many job? times has he called you asking for his old office? We talk guy. every week. We talk every week. So every week he when asks we for his job When we finish this back? interview, there'll be a text from him saying, please, can I come back? <laughs> I believe Obviously, that. obviously, I'm just joking. Nope. 
Nope, that's gonna be the headline. No. Nope. <laughs> SC, thank you for coming by. Oh, pleasure. Stephen Colbert, everybody. What a hell of a week when we come back. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Hell of a Week. Now, before we go, I want to talk about someone who is a bad friend, specifically Matthew Perry. He's an actor who starred on a TV show called Friends. I never saw it, but people tell me it was like living single, but for white folks. So, (laughs) Matthew just came out with a memoir because that's what everybody does these days. And in it, he mourns some of the brilliant people he's known who've died. And this is how he did it. He wrote, why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die but Keanu Reeves walks among us. Look, first things first, Keanu Reeves is phenomenal, okay? The Matrix, one of my favorite movies, The Devil's Advocate. Bill and Ted is dope, the list goes on and on. Second, original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger are dead, sadly, because they weren't very original about their drug addictions, all right? They really were great actors, but dying of an overdose is the oldest cliche in Hollywood. And that's certainly not Keanu's fault. Why do people have to work so hard to be negative? Matthew, one question. Could you be more of a douchebag? Huh? (laughs) My name is Charlemagne the God. See you next Thursday. So be sure to listen to Hell of a Week with Charlemagne the God wherever you get your podcast. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.